It ultimately is your responsibility. You cannot continue to place blame on other people and other circumstances. You can't. You can't do that. I have seen people gain back their weight. I've seen coaches, Code Red certified coaches that leave the lifestyle, disconnect from the community and gain back their weight. And they say this too. Well, I know these are all just excuses, but a bit, 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 bit. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Christy Codebread, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Did I tell you guys I was at an event and <laughs> the this woman brought a little kid in to meet me, little time, maybe she must have been two years old. And every time she would hear my videos playing in the background when I say author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I would shadow box in the air. She would shadow box in the air. It was so cute. Oh, I love that. So hello to all of you. Welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm sitting here adjusting my camera while I'm, there we go. I don't know why I can't do this before I hit the button. Welcome back. Welcome back. Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Hello. How's everybody doing? I've got a good one for you today. Well, I think they're all good. I think some of them are better than others, some of them, but some of them just hit home and some of them are just what you need to hear and some of them don't really apply to you. And I think this is this is one that's gonna be hard for a lot of you guys to hear because we're talking about blaming versus taking responsibility. Blaming versus accountability. Pretty much everything is easier than taking responsibility, but blaming is much easier now, the funny thing about blaming is that it, people, they call it reasons. I call it bullcrap excuses. You guys know that. But people call them reasons. Well, these are my reasons that I gained back all 86 pounds that I lost. And they think that that makes it okay, you know, that they say, these are my reasons. And they say, and this is another thing that people do that I can't stand. Oh, I can't stand this. This is what they do. I know these are just excuses, but... I know these are just excuses, but... <laughs> like them saying, like them prefacing their bullcrap excuses actually makes it okay. Like by them saying, I know it's not okay, but here are my excuses. No, see, even though you said that, it doesn't make it okay. It still doesn't make it okay. Like you should just stop talking, like period. Like you don't even need to say your excuses. By someone even saying what their excuses are, by so someone even saying what their reasons are, that makes them act like they're using it for a crutch. That to me is someone who, that's what they're using, they're using that for an excuse. Even if they say, I know this is not an excuse, but I know that this doesn't make it okay, but blah, 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 blah. No, see, you don't even say that part. It doesn't make it okay, so why would you even say it? Now, I know a lot of you guys are gonna be like, Christy, this is baloney, you know, like, my dad was in the hospital, and 
my son got a DUI and I ended up having to, to take care of my neighbor's kid because my neighbor's husband, blah, 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 blah. and I get that crap happens. I mean, I absolutely get that crap happens in our life and we might have a harder time focusing on our diet and focusing on our sleep and our water when those things happen. I understand that. And I know that this upsets a lot of you to hear these words. But bottom line, it's nobody's fault but yours. Say that with me. It is my fault. Say that with me. It is my fault, period. It's bottom line, it's your fault. You have to take responsibility. Some of you guys, I mean, if you're listening to me right now, Chances are you have even been through a challenge or you have heard my other podcast. So you are now responsible for that information that the diet industry, the education, the government, they're all wrong when it comes to nutrition. The traditional medical paradigm doesn't train doctors and nurses correctly. They don't even talk about nutrition. They don't do proper nutrition training. Any training they get is the food pyramid. It's wrong. All the training they get, they've gotten is driven by industry and driven by pharmaceutical companies. They are taught to treat a pill for every ill. So there's just, you, you probably know all that leading into this podcast. You probably know all that. So if, if you have never heard that before, then yeah, okay, so it's truly not your fault. You don't know what you don't know. But chances are you have heard me before and you understand that the high-fat lifestyle is the proper human diet, that we eat a proper human diet. Okay, so let's just assume you know all that already. It ultimately is your responsibility. You cannot continue to place blame on other people and other circumstances. You can't. You can't do that. I have seen people gain back their weight. I've seen coaches, Code Red certified coaches that leave the lifestyle, disconnect from the community and gain back their weight. And they say this too. Well, I know these are all just excuses, but and I just go, and yet they spent like years months and years coaching other people into taking responsibility. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm amazed. You have to take the responsibility yourself. You have to own it. With Code Red, it doesn't matter which one of my employees screwed up. It is my fault. I own Code Red. I am the top of the food chain. I am El Jefe. I am head honcho. It is my fault, ultimately. It is my fault. It doesn't matter if an employee dropped the ball on something. I have to do my due diligence by doing the checks and balance, by doing compliance, by making sure that everything behind the scenes, keeping my finger on the pulse of everything, that doing spot checks. It is my responsibility to keep these guys trained up, to make sure everybody is up to date on policies, procedures, and our rules and guidelines and, and, our, and what we're doing. It's my responsibility, mine. Ultimately, it's mine. I've got to deal with the angry customer. I know that there are people in Code Red that deal with angry customers, but ultimately, sometimes I have to call them up and I have to say, I'm sorry, that was so wrong. You should have been shipped that, Sally. You would not believe. Can I just sidebar here for a second? You would not believe how horrifically angry people get if for some reason... Their cookbook 
or their product does not get shipped. And our shipping department is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, they, we ship 200 items a day and we don't, he doesn't miss a beat. Our shipping manager doesn't miss a beat. But once in a while, something like somebody, I don't know, it just falls through the cracks. There's a systems hiccup and there's a problem and that cookbook doesn't get shipped. I mean, instead of just emailing customer service or contacting us through our help desk and uh, saying, hey, kind of weird. You know, I know you guys have same day free shipping. Kind of weird. though. I've ordered my cookbook like 13 days ago and it's still not here. Oh, shoot. Like that is a hiccup in our system. It hardly ever happens, but people get really, really, really mad. They never say, they never say that. They're never nice like that. They're really angry. They threaten to sue us. They threaten to report us to fraud, you know, all that stuff. It's really amazing how, how upset people get, but guess what happens? That is my fault ultimately. And usually I give that person that cookbook for free. I refund them. I ship them another one. Sometimes they get two because it's my fault. Ultimately, it is my fault. And if you truly want to be great, and if you truly want to reach the top, and you truly want to, to do, excel in what you're doing, you have to learn to take responsibility. You have to learn to say that it's my fault. It really is. It's not just something I'm saying here in front of the camera to you. I truly believe that. I truly believe that everything that happens with Code Red is my fault. Everything is my responsibility. We have divvied up. I have outsourced certain jobs to certain employees. But the buck stops with me. And the buck stops with you. You have got to learn to shift the blame to, from everybody else to you. You have to quit even blaming your dog. You got to quit blaming everybody. You won't get along with your mother-in-law. You're pissed at your kid's teacher. You know, the guy didn't yield at the stoplight. My gosh, you should see how many things that you will blame things on. You blame everything for being late. You know, you're late to something. Oh my gosh. You'll say, oh, you know, you'll say to your hairdresser, I'm so sorry. I'm late. I mean, if everybody would just drive the speed limit, then, you know, I just, I just can't believe like I must've waited at that light for six minutes. I can't believe that I'm late. I, um, couldn't get my garage door open. I can't believe I'm late. There were these people, like they were driving so slow in the passing lane. No, bottom line is you are late because you did not leave early enough. Yes, it is nobody else's fault. You've got to plan for these things. You've got to think ahead, alternate routes in case the road is blocked because of an accident. You've got to plan ahead. I leave 30 minutes. I live six minutes from downtown. <laughs> I plan 30 minutes everywhere I go. 30 minutes. I'd rather sit outside my beauty salon than be late. I really would. I'd rather sit outside and be live on Instagram for 25 minutes than be late for anything. But the bottom line is you are late because you did not leave early enough. And it is hard to say in your mind. And some of you guys, you go like, you just can't wrap your head around this. No, no, listen, no. Hey, <laughs> that light was unusually red, like for a long time, Christy. Nope. It's not the light's fault. It's not the other driver's fault. It's not the homeless person's fault who took a long time walking across the road with the, the shopping cart full of crap. It's not anybody else's fault. It's not the other people's fault because you couldn't find a parking spot. It's not these crosswalks fault because it didn't have the little white walking man quick enough. It's not anybody else's fault but you. The bottom line is you did not leave soon enough.
Are you getting this? Do you quite, do you really, can you wrap around your head, wrap your head around this? Nobody else's fault but yours. You got to shift the blame back to you. And when it comes to your weight loss, you've got nobody puts anything in your mouth but you. This is not prison. Even prison, they don't shove crap in your mouth. All right, like, come on. You are the one making the ultimate decision. Now, of course, when your dad's in the hospital and all you have is a vending machine choice and you don't have any backup food and the cafeteria is closed and all they have is coffee, like you're just skipping a meal and you're starving and you got a headache. Like what, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, that, is, that is a tough situation and it's extra tempting when, you're, when you are dehydrated and you're tired because you've been up all night long and then now the little Debbies are staring at you in the vending machine. All they have is sugar in that vending machine. They don't have healthy crap in there. They don't have hummus and carrots. They don't have anything in there like that. Yeah, of course, a more difficult situation. You're absolutely right, but not impossible. Of course, if you got a death in the family and everybody's bringing over casserole, what's up with casserole and funerals? What's up with that? Because it's an easily transportable dish, I guess. I don't know. But people are bringing over crap to your house because that's the only thing they know to do to try to help you, to feed you, so you don't have to worry about cooking. And it's so kind. I mean, I totally understand and I totally get it. I so appreciate people doing that like trying to help, you know, but ultimately you don't have to eat that. You make that decision, whether you shove that in your mouth or you put it in the garbage, you got to take the responsibility and it hurts to take the responsibility. It hurts. I talk about being in an, in a domestic violence situation. When I was 18, I was with a man who was physically and verbally abusive and emotionally abusive. Uh, he was horrible and he still is to this day. He is terribly manipulative and, oh my gosh, that guy could spit fire with his words. But, you know, and did I ask for that? Of course not. Of course not. Did I see it coming? No, of course not. But it's my responsibility. I shouldn't have run off with him. I shouldn't have run all the moved clear across the country. I shouldn't have gotten in that situation. I shouldn't have stayed for as long as I did. Yeah, it's absolutely my fault. The first sign of that happening, I should have left. The first red flag I should have left. So, I uh, yeah, I absolutely take full responsibility for that. The guy's a total jerk. He's a horrible, horrible, evil man. But I take full responsibility for what happened to me. I do. Years and years later, I was in another relationship where this guy was so manipulative and he ended up stealing $36,000 from me. <laughs> he earned my trust, let him into my bank account, and the money is gone. Is that my fault? Yeah, it is. It's 100% my fault. Is that weird for you to hear me say that? Yeah, it's 100% my fault. Well, Christy, how do you, I don't know. I'm just saying 100% my fault. Then when I got into a relationship with Miles, <laughs> I got a real ironclad prenup. <laughs> the one man on earth that I can trust fully 100%, hands down, without a doubt. And I'm like, hmm. Nope, not making that mistake. I, everybody knows I only make one, the same mistake. I only make the mistake once. I don't make the mistake again, right? Entrepreneurs, they really get into this whole blaming the economy, blaming who's ever in office, blaming, you know, how the stock market's doing. No, listen, let me tell you guys something. There's a company out of Meridian, Idaho called Valiant Productions, and they are a company that puts on productions, events, 
Okay, with the stage and the lights and the smoke and the music and they have the LED screens, they have all the high-tech computer equipment and they will put on this huge, they handle all the electronics for your event. Well, when COVID hit, ain't nobody doing any events. It would have been so easy for Valiant to just give up and they didn't. They didn't blame COVID. They pivoted. And they set up a mini stage in this studio that they have in Meridian where you can rent this space from them to go there and they will film your presentation. This is what I did for my Rebel for Life presentation with the lights and the smoke and the 4K cameras and the music and on the LED screens behind you. It looks like a real live huge Tony Robbins stage with just, it looks amazing. And you record your presentation from there Instead of, because nobody's putting on an event. So now people fly into Meridian and they record their presentation there. How clever is that? That impresses me so much that a company did not blame COVID, even though it was the reason for their events stopping. What the reason was COVID. They didn't blame COVID. They pivoted. What can we do? They said. I have so much respect for that because so many companies collapsed and went under instead of thinking, what can we do? I know this personal trainer in Boise who, when COVID hit last spring, all the gyms closed and uh, he set up a go fund me for himself. I like that just disgusts me to even think about that. When all the other trainers transitioned to online training, they started doing Zoom training. What can we do? I can train my clients online where they were watching their clients in the living room and they were helping them out or whatever. It was all remote. And we had people like me who, who created, I created, by the way, I created Couch to the Gym, which is an uh, at-home workout, 12-week at-home workout long before COVID. But okay, I created it in 2019. But all these trainers they pivoted and they created at-home workouts that didn't need a gym and they they were able to feed their families but this bullcrap trainer set up a gofundme account for himself what the heck is that baloney oh i was so mad when i heard that i was like really seriously that's somebody who's blaming other things instead of taking responsibility and saying i'm responsible for feeding myself i'm responsible for somehow figuring out a way to get my information out there to the community that needs to hear what I have to say. And coming back around to you, I'm telling you, if you are placing blame on anything but you, you got to step back and take a good, long, hard look in the mirror and say, because mm, ultimately the buck stops with you. It is 100% all you that you gained your weight back. It's 100% all you that you did not adhere to the rules of keeping your weight off. What is it? You have to continue to get on the scale every morning. You have to continue to drink 100% of your water every single day. And you never, never, never allow sugar to come in your house ever. And you broke the rules. And the weight is now coming back on. Well, my kids, well, my husband, well, my in-laws, well, 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 no. See, all you need to do is you say, it's 100% my fault that I gained my weight back, period. Don't stay another word after that. Stop and put your hands in your pockets. That's how it goes. 
Don't feel like you got to justify what happened to you. This happens all the time when people are talking about their weight gain. They always, especially to me, they always, always give me a, an excuse. They can't not. I've never had anybody not give me an excuse. I've never had anybody just say it's 100% all me that I gained my weight back and actually stop talking after that and just look at me. No, 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 no. 100% of the time, they all have got to give me up and this happened. If Chris Gethin were to come to me, you know, I worked with Chris Gethin for 12 weeks when COVID hit. I think it was April, all of April, all of May and all of June. And if he were to come to me and he were to say, Christy, why haven't you kept up your work? Why haven't you kept up your program that I wrote for you? Like what, have you kept it up? Uh, no. And I wouldn't even bother to say why. I would never even dream in a million years of saying to Chris Gethin why I never kept up the workouts. And well, it was, <laughs> see, now here I'm starting to do it. <laughs> I'm starting to do it to you. I, I just start, see, I caught myself. I just started doing it to you. I almost just say, well, this is the reason. Blah, 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 blah. And I started to rattle off the reasons. No. Christy, have you kept up your workout? No. I haven't kept up my workouts. No. Christy, have you kept up your diet? No. I let my diet slip. Actually, he's asked me a couple times and I've told him just like that. No, I haven't. This is how much weight I gained back. This is what I'm looking like now. Here are my pictures. Like, I mean, I would never dream in a million years saying to him, well, I'll tell you what, you know, well... I started doing some traveling again and then things got a little stressful. Then we had some code red events and no, I would never dream of saying that because I would never even dream out loud of even saying, I, I've never even think it because ultimately it doesn't matter what happens. You, you make time for what's important to you and you prioritize your health or you don't. You keep up your weight loss or you don't. You let yourself go or you don't. But by golly, don't blame anything else. It's blaming versus accountability. It hurts to take responsibility for yourself. It hurts to admit. It does. It hurts. It hurts so bad. It hurts to, to just stand there and just grit your teeth and say, yeah, I let myself go 100%, gain back 86 pounds. And really, truly believe in your heart, it's all you. And you could have prevented this from happening if you just would have stuck with what you knew. If you just would have kept up with the, what I taught you. It hurts to take responsibility. It hurts to turn the blame back in you and just take it full on. Take it on the chin. We used to say in boxing, just take it on the chin. Take it like, we say, take it like a man. I know a whole lot of tougher women than men. <laughs> you don't want to get in the ring with a 154 pound girl. Man, she is strong. So take it like a woman. <laughs> Some of you guys truly, truly need to hear what I have to say here on this podcast. I don't know. And it might not be for everybody. There's some of you guys that just don't have, um, you just don't have a problem doing this. And some of you do. Some of you have, um, you have played games with yourself. You have made deals with yourself. And let me tell you, you've made deals with the devil. Don't do that. Don't screw around like that. Because look where it's gotten you. Some of you have gained back your weight. And it's a dangerous game you're playing some thin ice you're treading on, you've got to take responsibility for yourself. Responsibility versus blame. Accountability versus blame. Stop putting the blame on everything and everybody else and turn it back on you and just own it and then do something about it. Don't just admit it while you're shoving the, coat, the Oreos and the wine down your throat. 
Don't just like, yep, I know I'm doing this and then keep doing it. If you truly are sick of feeling this way, then do something about it. The next 10-pound takedown challenge is starting soon. I expect you to be on it. Or if you're sick of this whole lose gain, 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 then get a custom program. You can find one at coderedlifestyle.com. Click on coaching or click on programs, something like that. You can find it there. Read about it. It's where we can get 10% of your body weight off every month without shakes, pills, diet foods, or exercise. The 10-pound takedown is 10poundtakedown.com. The number 10, P-O-U-N-D, takedown.com. I'll link it up in the show notes. And that's where you can lose at least 10 pounds in 30 days by following a very simple rules. Bottom line is you got to do something. So either do code red or do whole 30 or do freaking something. It ain't getting any better by you just sitting here day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, just letting yourself continue to be sick and fat. Stop placing blame. Own it and do something about it. Turn, do an about face and do something about it. Register for the challenge. That's the first step, okay? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Hear my heart. No, I care. I say the hard things because I love you. I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode's show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.